0: listening to Out and Proud, a Fidelity Pride podcast. This podcast is designed to allow members of the LGBTQ plus community and allies to share their coming out stories, both at Fidelity and in the whole wide world. I'm your host, Joe Shaw. And on today's episode, I speak to Seth Ide, a proud ally here in the Texas region. He is on the Fidelity Pride steering committee as one of the co-chairs in the Texas region. And he shares a really cool and unique story that I think you're really going to enjoy. So stick around. We'll be right back after this. Seth, thank
1: you so much for stopping by Out and Proud today. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Joe. Hey Joe, I wanted to say it's amazing how you put down the guitar and run over to the mic. It's it's awesome.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you. It is a skill that one learns uh, after a while. A lot of crashed mic stands, a lot, a lot of destruction, but eventually you get it to where it's seamless, absolutely seamless. So yes, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, and and Seth, I'd really like to dive into your background with the LGBTQ plus community, um, your allyship story, and then how it's brought you to being one of the Pride co-leads here in Texas, uh, one of the regional co-leads here in Texas for
1: the Pride Employee Resource Group. Yeah, definitely, Joe. So I am proof that people can uh, can definitely evolve when it comes to not just you know lgbtq plus but anything in life and you know if you go back in time uh when i was growing up in massachusetts um my world of view at the time was probably very similar to the rest of society back you know thinking about the 80s 90s that that time frame um I actually was headed towards a very different career path that I am on now. Um, there was a time in my early 20s, I thought I was going to be a minister And um, I have a cousin that I just adore. His name's Jed. And Jed is a little bit younger than I am. And I was like one of the people or one of the you know, kind of kinds of people where I went to like my uncle one day and... I was curious about Jed, you know, he was in his young, young 20s, and I was like, hey, uh, does Jed have a girlfriend? And my uncle was just kind of smiled, looked at me, and it's like, um, Seth, Jed is gay. And I thought, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. Right, so, right. you know, I, from there, it really became like a, like, say, evolution for me to realize, you know, Wow, I love Jed. He's awesome. And as I got to know more people that I'm in my life that are LGBTQ plus, uh, became really important to me to be an ally. So, uh, fast forward to where I am today. I'm a parent of three kids, um, two daughters and a son. And my youngest is pretty, you know, pretty visible when it comes to. Um, you know, who she is, she's 12 and she's been, uh, she has a girlfriend. So, as a dad, I, I just try to be, um, you know, a good parent for her, for my other kids. And it's really important to me that I can support, uh, people that I know, that my colleagues, my friends that are LGBTQ. So, now, now walk me through, you're talking
0: about. Um, your being a dad and uh, your daughter being visible as a member of the community and having a girlfriend. And I know that, you know, you and I both are here in Texas and you're from Massachusetts, but you're here in Texas. So walk me through what the, the uh, reception has been for her and then also for
1: you as a dad. So what's interesting is um, from my, my particular story is um, I think, you know, talking about Kaylee, Kaylee is in a really I feel like a a better position thanks to all of the Thanks to all the work that others in the community have done and you know this generation that's coming up I don't want to say they have it easy because they don't Um, They're you know still bullying all that stuff going on, but there There's a lot more openness and a lot more Uh, yeah, so so what in a good way, you know, like okay, you know say you're lgbtq plus what else you know what else do you right. want to share with me yeah. so i think for her the biggest thing is i just want to make sure that she feels safe that she knows that our home is always going to be a home where she can feel safe and her friends can feel safe whoever she's in love with or dating will feel safe here i i think for me like if i go back a couple of years it was an, i talk about evolution as an ally it was me as a parent kind of Figuring out, thanks to the help from awesome colleagues like Jeff Adams, Brian Walker, Jen Garcia, right. Natalia Flores, uh, me just you know getting involved with Pride and as a as a parent as a you know family member uh, or a cousin rather, um, somebody who's LGBTQ plus, just really leveraging our community at, at, at Fidelity and yeah. kind of learning how to be the best ally that I can be. So I think, you know, as a parent, I, I just, I think that the biggest thing I can do for my daughter is just really ensure that she always knows that, Hey, life's never perfect, but you you're always welcome here and love is love. Yep. I think that's so key. There are so
0: many times where, you know, there are stories about, and I think even in Out and Proud Store, we had Scott Orr on, right, where, we talk, where he talked about the fact that his upbringing can, was able to help establish a foundation where he could help foster an environment of acceptance and love to the point that when his son came out, he didn't so much come out as just talk about, right, so anyways, blah, 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 you know I'm gay. So now that we've established that, moving on, and, and it was such a no big deal – and so what in the in the positive sense. And I think that's what you're also doing. You're establishing that foundation and that environment. And it can be so critical to a individual's development and their ability to grow and thrive based on the subtle, not so subtle reactions of their parents and caregivers. And I think that's so key.
1: Yeah, and Joe, I will I'll just add too, it's And I'm in a situation with my two other kids, um, or two older kids rather. They are um, from my first marriage, so they're they're getting a different worldview from their home. And Mm -hmm. you know, one thing that I I wish, particularly with my oldest, that um, her view. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised with the the way she's gone. I think it's going to be an evolution thing for her too, where Mm -hmm. she'll come back around to how I would like to like to see her, sure. you know, the way I parent her. Um, it doesn't mean she's, you know, a bad person, nothing like that. She's just, I, I guess, you know, in the house, not, it's not all, um, you know, peace and love. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's trying to work with the two kids in particular and making sure one knows, like I said, that they're always going to be accepted, but also kind of pushing as a, a loving parent, the other kid, in, in a way just challenging the, the quote-unquote norm it's not a norm right. anymore but just yeah. kind of pushing on that a little bit
0: yeah now you talked about your individual evolution and how at one point you wanted to be you you thought you were going to be a minister can you walk me through how that changed and led you to fidelity which helped evolve your uh perspective even more
1: yeah uh definitely so I've been with Fidelity for 20 years. Nice. Congratulations. And, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. I, um, I got the extra year of vacation time during COVID. So. The, extra, the, extra, the extra week. <laughs> yeah, the extra sorry, did I say yeah. extra year? That yeah. was wishful I was thinking. Like, what a great I mean, year to just I know, what an amazing of, year. Huh? Good job, Seth. <laughs> um, yeah, excuse me. The extra week. <laughs> extra week, right, right, Um so in, in the in the time model, frame. So, yeah. Yeah, right. The extra week in the time frame of COVID, which is kind of ironic. But yeah. um fidelity has been just it's the place it what i talk about when when you know being a member of pride it's it's being your best authentic self bringing your best authentic self to work and i love that that's what fidelity has been working on uh last couple of years with our culture and i i'm thrilled to be part of a company that embraces diversity the way that we do and um, we're a trendsetter in that area. And I, you know, coming, coming to Fidelity like 20 years ago, wasn't like that. Um, right. but you know, again, it's, if there's a theme, I guess it's coming out in our conversation today, it's the evolution theme. So, yep. um, you know, where I was at that time it, with the particular worldview that I had, um, it, it's not always going to equate to like the fact that I wanted to be a minister or religious or what have you, uh, just happened to be where I was at that time sure. with, the community that I was with at that time. Right. So, um, my family, namely my cousin, really helped me understand that. You know, uh, really challenged my my thinking, and I had colleagues too along the way. I mentioned four of them, but the, you know, there are other colleagues earlier in my career that um, that I I knew were LGBTQ plus at the time, and they've challenged me and helped me to kind of see the, see the light. So fast forward to now, we have re- we're in a really good place, and I know there's a lot of work to be done, but I really feel like we're leading the industry because we are encouraging our colleagues to be their true best selves at work. I want I want to be part of a company that is all about that. I'll say too, you know, even you know, outside of LGBTQ plus and being an ally, uh, for me being a member of pride has challenged me to be more of my authentic self at work. Um, you know, I've, I've really, I'm introverted, uh, you know, I battle anxiety. So kind of being in a place where I feel safe, which pride is all about feeling safe. I have colleagues that encourage me to be who I am. And I love that. It's, it's it's fantastic. It is good. And I want you to walk
0: me through now, and, and I think it's it's so key to have that support system, right? And, and talking about um, Fidelity really being a, a trendsetter in, in that way, I, I think you're right. There are a lot of steps being taken within diversity and inclusion as a whole that you can see individuals are helping to provide a framework for people to feel welcome, authentic, bring their full selves to work, be empowered to bring their full selves, talk about it, don't talk about it, but just be able to show up as you are in your most authentic way possible to get work done. And I think that's so key because you are correct. I think the entire corporate world didn't used to be that way. And it was it was it was more of an understanding of, well yeah, you leave personal stuff at the door and you walk in and work is work and that's it. You can pick up your bags when you, when you check out kind of a thing. And, and what we're recognizing is, well, but that's not how people work. People are a hundred percent themselves, no matter where they are, whether they're in work or on a plane or in their own home. I mean, people are showing up as themselves. It's just a matter of whether you're allowing them to show up or
1: you're telling them they got to keep it under wraps. And, and that's so critical. You're right. You're absolutely right. And You know, this year, Pride, the the Pride national theme is visibility. So, um, you know, thinking about in terms of not just the the community, but in terms of being an ally, I think of being visible as taking a stand and letting people know why I'm an ally and how to be an ally. Uh, Like listening is number one to allyship, (laughs) Um, like the first ingredient, but also just like what are the things that I can do to help keep this momentum going in the direction that i you know, so many people that we work with, so many of our colleagues have worked really hard to, yep. to keep things going. And that's really where I see myself fitting in as an ally. I just want to see that train keep going on the tracks. And I, you know, I think about Fidelity as being a place where, uh, my kids can come or their friends can come to work and it, it, we're there now, but we're, we, we're really making so much progress in this area. I, I want them to be, a, I want Fidelity to be a place that even when they're ready to go into the workforce, they can go to a company like Fidelity. It's not even a second thought that they, you know, they're encouraged to be who they are. And that's, right. that to me, I want the person sitting, well, when we're back in the office, I want the person sitting right. next to me yeah. feeling like they can put whatever photo of their family and not have to think at all that, right. you know, somebody would would have a quote-unquote problem or issue. That's not right. our culture. That's not who we are. Right.
0: That is extremely important. and. I want you to talk a little bit about your journey to becoming one of the co-leads in the Texas region. What was that experience like for you? How did you get tapped on the shoulder and then how has it been so far? Cuz it was last year.
1: It was last year and Joe, I am I'll just take a step back and say I'm one of these I'm the kind of person that tends to just raise their hand, sure. you know, yeah. and then afterwards I think about it and go, "Hey, oh, okay, that's what it meant." Right. So, right, right. but I, I really, getting back to like what I was talking about a few moments ago, or how I, I kind of feel a little like selfish in a way. What I get back from working with the Pride E.R.G. Yeah, it's really um, enabling me. Like I said, to be who I, who my true self at work sure. and encouraging yeah. me. So, but with that, it's, it gets back to the allyship too, where I want to uh, really want to see the ERG grow in terms of members. Right. Uh, I really like first, when I first came in with Brian Walker, Jeff Adams were our, our Texas regional leads. And I had shared with the, with both Brian and Jeff, that I really want to see allies. Like I want to see allies everywhere, you know, yeah. coming out and what can I do to help, get allies out because i don't i i want i want us to be at a place and as a company and i think we're getting there where in closed door meetings you have allies that are present that are speaking up not just for lgbtq plus but for women for you know all the other groups that we yeah people of color all the other groups that we have um we really need to make sure we're standing up for when when in particular that community is not represented, right? In in a leadership meeting, for example. No, absolutely. Um, so that was a long answer, but it's it's it was two things. I I saw a need. I stepped in, put my I raised my hand, um, realizing that, that that's half the battle, right? Just you right. know, like showing up and attending and you know yeah. being a leader. But secondly, it's it's really to act on uh, by. My sense of okay, what can I do now as an ally? I have this experience. I have these family members in my life that I love dearly. I have these colleagues that I think the world of. Right. How how can I? How what are something even if it's small, like making sure that this networking event happens or the the parade happens. Like, can I contribute in any way to keep the train moving ahead? Right, definitely. Uh, if
0: there is, as we're starting to wrap here, if there is somebody who is wanting to become a more active ally, a more visible ally, what is a piece of advice you would give them? Listen for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's easier said than done, but there's there are things to be learned by from people who have different experiences. And that's me speaking from my own experience. So mm-hmm. truly listen, but then think about what are the things that I can do, whether big or small, to help support my colleagues and peers who are LGBTQ plus and, or my kids. Is it just being, you know, being someone that you can come to where it's a safe place um, that, you know, things that you probably maybe don't feel comfortable right now sharing to a supervisor. Right. Um, Or is it, you know, hey, I let me jump in, and I'm going to help be visible to other allies, right. um, and just making sure that in those moments where nobody is around, what what can you do to raise your hand or to stand out on the behalf of our LGBTQ plus allies, uh, peers? Excuse me, yes. as an ally. Yeah. So you, yeah, so that that's that's the short, it's, it's. I don't think it's a great. I don't think you really have to kind of strategize over it. I think it's sure. it's 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 listening for sure, but also taking a step, to, step out and challenging yourself to act. I like it. Well, Seth, thank you for being out and
0: proud. Thank you, Joe. It was fantastic. You're welcome. If you would like to know more about how you can get started with Fidelity Investments today, go to fidelitycareers.com. That's fidelitycareers.com to get started on your Fidelity career today.